might have noticed she's been acting strange While tired than usual, her eating habits have changed well, Give me a minute, please let me explain You're really gonna like what I have to say We're having a baby And we want to share the news about our tell you in a tune with much anticipation and a little fear the kid is due sometime next year we're having a baby she's gonna gain a lot of weight real soon she'll like crazy with a smile safest thing to do even if she worries and cries and flips About the flick that you saw on your Bahamian trip That you took five years ago We're having a baby Well, I hope it looks just like me We're crying, baby We can say goodbye to sleep The baby's cries will it Hides the sound of a biological vlog winding down my baby. Well, your life's in front of you, but my crazy adventure, well, it's about halfway through. And I wanna know who you'll grow up to be, but I'll probably be dead when you're as old as me, my baby. Gonna have to teach you where you should. My beautiful baby will be a strain financially The fun just starting, it's never ending But we really should watch our discretionary spending In our growing family With much anticipation and little fear it is due sometime next year With much anticipation and a little fear The kid is due next We're gonna be too tired to have sex The kid is due sometime next year tones they mean something big do they they means it's another edition of what about now what about now i'm right. as usual your co-host darren and i'm ted uh, and, uh the the uh the owner of those golden pipes golden pipes uh gold plated like fool's gold, gold? <laughs> what the hell is Hot. fool's gold Co- copper pipes? <laughs> copper? No, copper. Copper's still pretty valuable. Have you seen the prices of copper lately? Thieves are like, you know, stealing. When the, you know, something's valuable when thieves are like, what they're digging up p- 
pipes to like to, to pawn them or I don't know what you what do you do? That's a good question. I was like you know hear about all like pipe copper so valuable that like thieves steal the copper pipes. What do you what do you do with the pipes? Just for future reference. What do you do with the pipes after you've stolen them? How do you how do you fence your copper pipes? They, they take them to recycling centers usually. Really? Yeah, no questions asked. Bulk. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so we're, we're getting up topic here. But anyway, so how okay, about that the, song? The, how about those, that song? Those huh? tin foil pipes. <laughs> yes, tin. Let's, let's let's stick with our tin our tin theme. Okay. How about them? How about them tin pipes? Tin pipes. <laughs> those tin pipes. Tin pipes. But that that um that song had some meaning there. It seems. Yes, it's uh, well we're 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 fast approaching the birth of my next child. And oh, that's a good way to announce to the world that uh, going to be taking some time off. I don't know how we. Do, I'm not sure exactly how long I'm going to be taking some time off. So we might have a little pause in the uh, podcast on the on the occasion. There's just so much stuff going on right now. On the occasion of our first anniversary, we're going to celebrate it by abandoning the show for, a, <laughs> for an, an undetermined amount of time. How we you, made it to a it? year. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> yes. Anyways, but anyway, so that's I wrote that song. That's it's the song is actually called "Our Growing Family," and uh, I wrote it because um, I was trying to think of an interesting way to like do the baby reveal. So it actually goes way back. But thinking, well, we got to start telling family friends how to do that, and like suddenly, like the flash of inspiration, which usually happens in the during my morning shower. I'm like, oh, ooh, I could write a song, and that the song could be how we tell people and I could maybe I could perform the song and um and then I have you know uh, you know um ambitions giant ambitions like oh then people maybe other people will start wanting to use the song you know complete strangers strangers will hear the song and they'll want to use it to do their own baby reveal and then and then actually so I and then just a quick story I actually did a baby reveal with the song because I I it was like a couple months before Thanksgiving and I got the the flash of inspiration and like you know we're gonna go visit the family f- for Thanksgiving up in up in Philly. I wonder. I, it was sort of a challenge to myself to actually write the song. So I, I what I presented was me. Uh, uh, my my goal was to not record the song, but just to have the song written so that when we went up for Thanksgiving, I could just grab an acoustic guitar and I could perform it for people and actually test it out as a baby reveal. And I I almost met my own deadline in that I finished writing the song about a week before Thanksgiving. But when I write a song, I haven't yet learned my own song. So it's a completely different process for me to essentially memorize my own song. And so, right. but like, I, it took me another week and I just, I just kind of half remember the song and then I went there and it was like a complete mess because I didn't really remember the song and then I didn't bring my guitar so I I borrowed the house guitar if you will at the family's house and so everything was just a mess because like it was I was uncomfortable with the guitar I didn't even bring a pick so everything was like completely half-assed and winging it but it it was enough to get through like the first verse to test out my baby reveal and and so my my theory was is that it could go very wrong because as soon as people realize that there's like more meaning than just me playing a song, they might there might be some sort of like outpouring of emotion and like which would completely interrupt the playing of the song. <laughs> and so basically, what happened was about like halfway through the first verse, uh, one person, one one relative in the corner went, "Oh my God, you're having a baby!" You know, 
And and then I got through the rest of the verse, and then I just completely could not remember anything more of the song. But it, it, it was enough just to test it out. So basically, it, it worked as a baby reveal. And then fast forward a couple months later, I spent the time and I recorded it. And then what 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 the the audience, what you guys heard, was me spending another you know a month or two actually doing the recording of it. But uh, so that's the song. It's uh, our growing family. And uh, hey, guess what? I'm having another baby. And uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, congratulations, my friend. Thank uh, I, you. I know that this is, I've known this for a while. Uh, like I said, we kind of alluded it, alluded to it yes. uh, a few episodes back, and uh, glad you're finally able to come out to the world yes. and, and admit that you're going to be a father again. So Again, again. Again, so yes. this, that's that's great news. And it is. I'm, uh, I'm happy for both you and your wife, and uh, you know your daughter's looking forward to being a sister. Yeah, I mean, in, until we, she sees the actual implementation and realizes that she's not the center of the universe anymore. <laughs> so we're, we're going to see how that goes. Tell me, why don't you just spend a minute and tell me about when you're... Because, again, I'm having, I'm having another daughter, and you have two daughters. So give me a quick, quick rundown of when you hit the situation and how did it affect your oldest. Uh, my oldest was two when my youngest... Or almost <laughs> two. She was a month shy of two. Uh, we'll when say my too. youngest was born, um, she did she did very well, and and to be honest, they do very well together. Um, they have moments like any siblings will. Uh, I, I uh, she got a uh, a very stern talking to just the other other day when they were in the bathtub together and they started arguing about something, and I overheard my oldest say. I wish I didn't have a sister. Ouch. So, and that's that. That she got a dressing down. And I know that was being annoyed, and that's what kids do. They lash out when they're annoyed. Um, and she knew that she didn't really mean that. But this was the oldest or the youngest. The oldest said that. Does the youngest so. ever? Does a youngest ever say that? No, no. The the young. But see, the youngest. <coughs> the youngest is starting to get into the role of liking to be the pain in the ass. <laughs> um, she she's she's starting. We're start. I'm starting to see that. Um, they, to be honest, I haven't had really any problems with them as far as fighting, until maybe the last couple of months, and it's when the 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 youngest has realized that she can annoy when she wants to, and kind of revels in that. Started doing the mimicking game the other day in the car. The mimicking. Stop copying game. me! Stop copying me! <laughs> I told you to stop it! I told, I told you to you. stop it! I have a four-year-old that already knows how to do the mimic game. So see, I would do the mimic game right now, except for it's not going to work because of the the delay in the phones. Those are like a little third of a second delay between. Us. So like, like I don't even want to try to do the mimic game now with you. <laughs> My initial instinct is to start doing it. Don't do it, Ted. Don't do it, Ted. Darren's the best. Darren sucks. Yeah, you suck at this game. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but but, uh, but no, it's. Game. I mean, it's. Look, I think it works best when they are close together in age, when you don't have too big of a gap. So I think you're going to have that going for you, which is good. Um, okay. I think obviously as they get older, um, it's going to change, and there's going to be days where it's good, and there's going to be days where it's not. But right now, at minor six and four. 
I would still say that 90% of the time they're good. 10% of the time they have little quibbles. Nothing we can't deal with. So. I'm sorry, did you say quibble? Quibbles, yes. Quibbles, wow, that's, you're digging deep, man. I'm digging deep, okay. <laughs> a, a quibble? A quibble. <laughs> wow, somebody's been dusting off their uh, SAT word book. Yes, I've got my... Uh, it was my Machiavellian plan to drop SAT words in our podcast. Uh, should I do the complete opposite and try to use the the smallest, uh, most like uh, the most idiotic words? That I just I violated. I just used the big word. I said idiotic. How about the stupidest, the dumbest, the dumb, the smallest, the dumbest word, and you use the most. You use the grandest ones, the most eloquent. I use the shittiest. Ooh. So I'm I'm gonna talk normally, and you're gonna read Trump tweets. Is that correct? Ooh, good point. <laughs> Can I do the voice? Because every, every, you got to do the voice. Fake Everybody. news. It's fake, fake news. news. <laughs> every, everyone likes to try to do the voice. Yeah, so. But that's true of every president, isn't it? Somewhat, well, you know, a lot. Some are harder than others. Like, I think Obama, oh, Obama is harder was tough. to do. Yeah, Obama was tough. He has, but... His thing is pauses. His thing is, is a lot mm-hmm. of pauses. And the. Uh, the problem with the uh, Iran deal. So he, he talks uh, with a lot of pauses. That's sort of his his speech pattern, right? Yes, yes. And Bush was simplistic and hey, hey, hey. <laughs> 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 me once, shame on <laughs> you. Fool me twice, we'll fool. Uh, 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 we won't get fooled again. <laughs> Bob O'Reilly. I think. I, th- I think. I think it comes with the territory of being president. You you get imitators. So, I mean, Especially people based their, have, have entire careers based on imitating presidents. Oh, of course, of course. But what else? What else? All right, so got the big news out of the way. Show anniversary, having a kid. This is uh, this is our anniversary. We have done this for a year now. We have, and that, we have, it, not only that, but it's number twenty. It's number twenty. Number twenty. Twenty episodes in a year. Let me let me put it in perspective here. We can we can map. <laughs> match each finger and toe with an episode. Now, I'm assuming that you haven't been playing with fireworks recently, am I correct? I have not pulled a uh, uh, John Pierre Paul, no. Okay. So, for every finger and toe that the average human being has, there is an episode of What About Now? Yes, there is an episode of What About Now? Yes. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to say, you know, we didn't quite make it to a goal of two a month, but we did pretty pretty good. We did pretty good with that. I'm, I'm, well, I'm I mean, I think we I think we could have. It's just that Flumageddon had a little something to say yes. about that. Yes, yes. Oh, by yes. to report in, this is like I don't know, I can't remember. It's either week five or week six of my same cold, and uh, that's right. <laughs> so and, yeah, we're, just, and we're and we're delayed a few days on this podcast because I had a cold. But that that was just a little <coughs> pussy ass yeah, two overnighter. Yeah, you know? Nothing, nothing, nothing compared to what you went through last couple of weeks. Right? Oh, jeez, yeah. So, so uh, you know what? Honestly, my goal is to be completely healthy for the and by the time I reach the next flu season. That is. Oh, no, there you go. Yeah. Yes. Well, you got a baby coming, so you have to be healthy. <clears throat> you're, man. You're not gonna have uh, top of my time game. to be sick. Yes. Nope. So. Oh yeah, man, we'll, let's see. There will be an indeterminate amount of time for a break. Obviously, we hope to. Be on back on the air, so to speak, as soon as possible. But uh, 
there will be a paternity leave coming. So ooh, paternity. Let's say yeah. let's say the goal is if we're we're averaging about right now we're averaging about one every, like it's been what one every three weeks. So let's say maybe if we keep that up, but I miss one. So let's say uh, drop dead deadline is six weeks from now. But let's try to maybe we'll do it sooner than that. I'm not going to be a cruel employer that says you have to be back to work in six weeks. You take the time you need to be with your family. But we will endeavor to bring back a quality product to our to our well, listener. Couple, <laughs> couple our things listener. First of all, first of all, the quality is is mediocre at best. And second of all, um, I don't know if I want to spend that much time with my family, frankly. <laughs> So just you know, take it with a grain. He will be recording a podcast from the emergency room. <laughs> oh, like uh, I mean, you know that these jokers that they like they live stream Facebook, right? Yes, yes. Um, uh, their delivery that is. Ah, there you go. I can't wait to hear the screams of your wife coming over our podcast next time, and the screams uh, from you as she shoves everything up your butt for doing a <laughs> podcast during her delivery. <laughs> uh, so note, note to self: have a backup recorder. Check. Yes, yes, yeah, I, I would, I would definitely do that. Okay. I, either that, or don't eat a whole lot of roughage. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> does, does Taco Bell count as roughage? <laughs> I don't think Taco Bell counts as food. Ooh. <laughs> that roughage. being said, I love it. That being said, I still love it. I love it too. All right, man. Just in Go, case what's you're your a favorite, What's your favorite? What's your favorite Taco <laughs> Bell dish? Uh, I like the bean burrito. Just like classic bean burrito? What about a cheesy yeah. bean, and, bean and rice no, burrito? No, classic, classic bean burrito. Remember, refried beans and onions in that bad boy. That's how I like it. Well, what about a tostada? No, tostadas? <laughs> no. Bean burrito. The simple right. bean burrito. All right. A simple bean burrito for a simple man. Now, I, I, will, I will get other things. I'll get a tostada. I'll get a Mexican pizza. I'll get nachos. I'll get a taco... You know, meal or whatever, but I usually find a way to work a bean burrito in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, and since we're talking about food, um, this, well, okay, so this, maybe we can segue because um, we are, what about now, the sometimes news podcast. So this is a perfect segue because we're talking about food. I, in fact, I, I saw a story today or yesterday, whenever, and then I wrote a little joke because so I want to just get your take on it. But, uh, Talk, just talk very briefly about this, the Supreme Court decision, you know, about this, regarding the, the baker in Colorado. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, what do you know? The, share it for the audience while I... I'm going to have a nice deep cough that I'm going to edit out of my recording, so just share it with the audience. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking out on the name of the baker, uh, so I can't give you the name of the case. Uh, but it was a baker in Colorado who determined that because of his religious convictions, he could not bake a cake featuring two grooms on the top for for a gay wedding. Um, It went to the Supreme Court, and it was a narrow ruling. Now, this, what that means is not that it was a close vote. It was a 7-2 vote with only uh, Sotomayor and Ginsburg uh, dissenting. But it was narrow in its description of what was the problem. This did not lay the groundwork for religious discrimination anywhere else in the country, uh, otherwise known for, as a otherwise known as a landmark Supreme Court decision. Yeah, yeah, no, this was not a it landmark. Was, it was not. 
No, no. It was very narrow because it, what they had ter- determined was that the Colorado, I guess the Colorado court, uh, showed a certain amount of hostility towards this man. Or they determined that it was a hostile behavior towards his his religious convictions. What do they do? They said that his cakes didn't taste very good? No, I, I, I guess it, it was more that they, they came across as saying, you know, he's, he's you know, homophobic because of his yeah. religious and stuff like religion. Uh, which uh, I guess the the Supreme Court found was was too biased and too harsh in their ruling, so that's why they upheld their decision. Why they overturned the state of Colorado's decision and upheld his right to do it. But they did warn that this is not supposed to be a a a plan or or a uh, blueprint for for other states and other cases of this type to think that that's the way they're going to vote every time so okay. that's why it was a very narrow ruling so let me now so let me add to that because i read today um some article about the situation and so apparently the guy gave an interview so i mean i think it was a television interview on the today show or whatever okay and he and he was he was um it, it actually it, it made me less i wouldn't say upset but annoyed you know, just because, again, just, like, gut reaction is, oh, great, this guy does want a big cake for gay people. And then I sort of, I read the article, and I was a little bit less annoyed because he said, well, he has deep convictions. And he said, however, he, he, he didn't want to bake a cake, you know, for gay weddings, but he also doesn't like baking, he won't bake cakes for to celebrate Halloween. And he said he wouldn't bake a cake that was, all, that was anyway derogatory towards lgbq so like right. he was basically balancing saying like well look i'm not going to be forced to bake any cake i'm not going to be forced to do a gay wedding cake but i'm also you're not going to force me to do a, a, a like a hate-filled cake or even halloween because i guess some some religious people are against halloween so that made me slightly less annoyed but right, right. then i started to think about it and the question i asked is how often does somebody go into a bakery and ask for a derogatory cake towards gay people. That's my question. I really thought about that. And I'm like, how often does it like you get guy like a guy going to the, like a bakery like just like this guy and be like, uh, well, we're having the big hate rally this weekend, and I need a I need a cake that says I hate queers. Could you, could you go ahead and bake that for me? Now make sure it's it's buttercream frosting, and and uh, make sure maybe there's some flowers on it, but no pink ones, no pink ones. Because you know we hate queers, but all right. So can I pick it up next Tuesday? Well, see the thing. The, the thing is, though, you know what would have happened is that 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 would be tested. If if it had gone one way, you you know there's going to be people in this in this world that would go out in this country that would go out now and, and test that theory with with other bakers. Are you okay. talking about the hate ones or like just the normal? Yeah, no, 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 no. That the hate hateful people would test. Oh. You're going to make me bake a cake for a gay wedding? Okay, we're going to go to a gay bakery and make them bake a cake that says, I hate queers or something like that. You know, they would test it. They would test the theory. If the Supreme Court had come out and, you know, just overhead said, no, you have to bake a cake for anybody at all times, blah, blah, blah. There's no uh, no restrictions on that whatsoever. I mean, you, I you, say if I was the gay baker, I would, you know, 
and somebody came and says, well, I want a cake. This is, I hate queers. I would bake it, and then I would like, you know, I would, let's, let's, let's say I would decorate the cake with something other than the, the normal um, frosting, let's say. Yeah, no. Well, I, that's, let's just say that's not chocolate. But see here, we, we, we do have a question, <coughs> though, and this isn't something that reached the Supreme Court, and it, didn't, it hasn't reached the collective consciousness that um, this, uh, obviously these type of cases have. But there was an incident a few years ago where Publix refused to bake or to decorate a cake. They, they refused to sell a cake, but they refused to put the writing on a cake for a white supremacist who had named his child Adolf Hitler. And he wanted, he wanted to get his child he wanted to get his child a birthday cake that said Happy Birthday Adolf Hitler, and Publix refused to do it. Huh. So you do get these instances where you have to decide, okay, where 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 can we, as a society, say that a business has a certain right to refuse certain types of service, and you also have to. Go and then worry well, again, about... Again, there's a fine line because that's what was used during the, the civil rights era. I think, you know, we refuse to serve black people, right? Of course, of and course. So, again, so like, at some point, you got to come down and say, you know, you can refuse based upon the negative, the, the negativity, but the positivity, but then you get have to draw the line somewhere because one person with religious beliefs thinks that the negativity lies somewhere than some other person, you know? Right, right. So the bottom line is this is I, the bottom line is that it should be the way that I feel, and everybody just needs to conform to my beliefs. End of story. That's I mean that's what everyone ends up thinking about their own personal case, you know. But we have to set up some type of rules as as a, as a free society to determine what the line is, you know. If a if we can say because of the religious convictions. Uh, a baker doesn't have to bake a cake for a gay couple. Does that mean a Muslim doesn't have to bake a cake for a Jewish couple? Does that mean if I am devoutly religious and I take the tenets of the Bible to heart and I don't believe in sloth and I don't believe in greed and I don't believe in arrogance, and I don't believe in, in, in vileness, that these are the antithesis of the religious tenets that I hold. If I truly and believe you're, you're that... you're saying that you won't bake somebody a cake because if they're overweight, they shouldn't be eating cake? What? Well, what happens if somebody comes in wearing a Make America Great Again hat into my bakery? And I feel that Donald Trump exhibits all of those things that I despise and that my what religion... I, what I, well, what I would suggest is that you try to sell them a hat that says Bake America Great Again. <laughs> and that's the end of our podcast forever. All Good night, right. everybody. <laughs> wow. How about this? I got, one, I got one more. I got one more. Now, if it was the reverse and it was instead um, a Muslim um, trying to get a Jewish bakery to bake them a cake... Obviously, the Jewish bakers wouldn't refuse it because, hey, they're not going to turn the business away. Oh. <laughs> yes. That could have been mine. That could have been my joke. That could have oh. been my pass. Well, first of all, you got to think of it. You know, yes, I just know. Just because you got your you got your pass doesn't mean yeah. you get to yeah. use... You have to still use your... 
You have to come up with a joke. Come yeah, on. I, I, I know. I'm just lamenting over a lost opportunity. That's all. <laughs> and you would burn. You would burn your Warsaw Ghetto Pass. <laughs> We're not even in the second half of the year. No, I know. But you know, you're gonna take a break. I, who knows how long? So <laughs> <laughs> I might find out. Like, oh crap! It's September. We still haven't done the podcast. <laughs> you know what? You know what I would do just to screw you. I would just not do a podcast till January first, and then uh, you, would lose, yeah. you would lose it. Exactly. I'll just. I'll just send my own podcast in with just like <laughs> anti-Semitic rants for an hour. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, isn't that called Alex Jones? Ah, yes it is. Zing. Gay frogs. <laughs> Wait, what now? <laughs> he said something about fluoride is making frogs gay. I don't know. I fucking don't care. That guy Interesting. Wow. Yes, yes. He is... He is such a fucking loser. Now here, it's it's ironically though that is there's a lot to that statement, because well I think I think unknowingly, he just, pardon the the pun, but came out in favor of of, of gay rights because the first thing you, you that one has to acknowledge in the whole. And I'm using air quotes the, the, the debate. It's not really a debate, but like about you know gayness is that gayness is in fact present in ev- like every species on Earth. Mm-hmm. Earth. It's not a ch- well, yeah, it's a choice. It's not actually a choice. It's it's like intrinsic, and it's not just a human thing. It's it's essentially in every species. Uh, let me just I don't know. Let's say mammals. Um, I don't know about like insects. But it's like essentially in every mammal, gay, gayness. There's like documented cases of gayness in like every mammal species. And so the fact that he would say that frogs are gay sort of backs up the idea that it's intrinsic <coughs> and not a choice, yeah. right? So like exactly. that's like the first argument you knock down. Well, you're gayness. Stop being gay. Stop. You choose to be gay. That's like the first argument you knock down because it's it, it's intrinsic. It's like just like well, when did you choose to be straight? Oh, wait, well, no, I no. But, but what he's you know? saying, but but that's not exactly what he's saying. God, I do not want to be accused <coughs> of trying to defend anything Alex Jones is saying. Oh, but ooh. he say he say he's not saying that that frogs are intrinsically gay. He's saying they're being chemically turned gay. That they're nice, normal, straight frogs until we chemically <laughs> turn them that way. So it's not really? a matter a matter of biology; it's a matter of chemistry at this point. <laughs> so it's it was it like it's Kermit and Piggy, not Kermit and Squiggy. <laughs> that's, that's the best I could come up with in two seconds. That was that's not bad. <laughs> Thank you. It's not bad. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. So <laughs> there was a lot of pressure there. I got to come up with. I got to come up with like famous the name of a famous frog. Kermit. And then I got to whatever. There's really no other. What other famous frog is there? Who is Peppy. the most famous frog? That's the question. Who's the most famous frog? Is it Kermit? Kermit. Kermit. Yeah, I. I would say. You got Michigan J Frog. Oh. You got. Peppy, the frog avatar for the alt right. The uh, anti-Semitic frog. Yeah, the Peppy, the anti-Semitic frog. Um, after that, you're really going to Mr. Toad from Wind of the Willows, and as we know, he's a toad, not a frog. Uh, so, uh, is there a difference? Yes, there is. Really? Yes. Uh, frogs, uh, toads are are not amphibious. I don't believe. Yeah, they are. They're, are you saying wait? You're saying toads aren't or frogs aren't? No, toads aren't. I don't think toads are amphibious. 
I don't I don't believe they live in water. I think that's the main difference. Oh, really? They're just land dwellers? I have no idea. I believe so. No idea. That sounds like you have homework. Uh, it sounds like we're getting a post we're getting a post on our Facebook feed about toes and frogs. Boom. <laughs> really? Have you have you even been to our Facebook page? I put a lot of work into like I, I, I have been. I have been, yes. Yes, obscure I stuff. I don't. I don't put. I don't put things like, oh, hey, we talked about this big thing, in the news. I p- like to post like the obscure stuff. For example, you know, and maybe this is a good transition because I have a lot. I have a lot of follow up from last week. I did some homework. Um, so first of all, let's start out with a gentleman. A gentleman by the name of Bill Irwin. Do you know who Bill Irwin is? Uh, he's one of those animal guys, correct? No, you're thinking of Steve no. Irwin. Oh, that's Steve guy. Irwin. Bill Irwin. Oh, I'm thinking of Jeff Corwin. I'm thinking of Jeff Corwin. That's what Corwin. You're just all over the place, aren't you? Yes, yes. Bill, I'm sorry. Bill Irwin was the guy from the Don't Worry, Be Happy video and from Popeye. That's Bill Irwin. Oh, okay, okay. That's the guy who's been like a professional clown entertainer in Hollywood for 50 years. That's like the third guy from Don't Worry, Be Happy. Bill Irwin. I learned something. Bill Irwin. Next up. we were talking about the bat and get smart. Remember we're talking about the nude bomb and get smart and how there was yeah. A, I asked if the, it was orga- the evil organization. Huh? I said, was it sm- I, asked, I said was it smirch? I couldn't remember. It, it was in fact chaos. Chaos. Okay. Chaos with thought- a K. Oh, Claw was Doctor uh, Inspector Gadget. Inspector yeah, Gadget. Like, yeah, Inspector yeah. Gadget, yeah. Claw. Yeah. Moving on, we were talking about we were making um, reference to one of those former dolphins who. Had a mental breakdown, and I said it was Richie Incognito. He said no, it was Jonathan, whatever his name no, was. No, I, I said it was both. They both did. Okay, well, it's. I think one actually happened, like, since the last, last podcast. Rich yeah, Richie Incognito. Incognito was Baker acted. Yes, he was Baker acted. Yes. yes so. And he so. was, like, throwing, he was in a gym in, like, Palm Beach or something, throwing weights at people. Yeah, that, that did happen after that podcast. Yes, yes that did happen. So. And then finally, yeah. finally, this is not a correction or just a tidbit, but... Um, we we have we have to, a very serious topic to address. Okay. Maybe 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 this is a it calls before, for a new bef- segment. Before well, we address it, I yes. just want you to know that frogs and toads are both amphibians. Okay. Toads are actually right. a classification of frog. Uh, but the big difference is frogs usually have a moist, slimy skin, and toads have a dry, bumpy skin. Okay. So there you go. Very good. Uh, we learned something. There we did. So now it brings us to a very serious topic. This is not. No, this is not our serious segment. This is. This is because this is not. We're not not, not going to talk about news. This is like, I don't know what I would call it, like the the what about now confrontation. It's not an intervention. It's a what about now confrontation because, I, I as you know, I, I do the post, and so I listen to, the recordings, you know, n- numerous times and, and maybe a half a dozen, give or take. Um, trying to make sure, because and I do a bunch of post aligning, and I listen to the levels, things like that. And it's sad because the listeners are probably listening and thinking, "Well, it sounds shitty." It's like, "Well, imagine how much worse it would sound if I didn't, you know, listen to it so many times." Well, I, I try to right. catch things like I have to edit out, like coughing, or whatever. Anyways, the bottom line is that I, you know I tend to have multiple listings of our podcast, and it, it I caught something in one of the multiple listenings of the last podcast, episode nineteen, which was cough drop dead. I caught something, and did I'm afraid I fart I must... into the microphone? No, no, no. This is something. This is not a sound. Of, this is not a stray noise. It is in fact something to do with the bed. Let's. Why don't we refresh 
um, refresh the audience in terms of our bet that we had last week. Was that the one on remember? Alien? Was this the one on Alien? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I said it came out in the late 70s. You said it was 1980. It came out yeah. in 79. And you won. Mm-hmm. And I said you had to make a sports bet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, here's the issue. As I was listening, and I realized that we were talking about the terms of the bet. You know, as we often do. We were going on for a few minutes about the terms of the bet. And finally, I said... Okay, we've settled on the terms of the bet. I'm going to do yada yada with the NFL. That is the bet. Okay. When did Alien come out? And you said, and then without hesitation, you rattled off the exact date. Yes, because I was looking looking it up while while you were going over the bet. Exactly, you son of a bitch. I busted you. No, I admit it. You looked, How you did looked you at bust? the answer. You knew the before I we even had the terms. You knew the answer to no, the bet. You, I, no, you are busted. You I are busted. You son of a bitch. No, I didn't. I had I, I, I had no idea of the exact date until I emphatically said, "Let's make a bet." I said it was the late seventies. And while you were rattling off on how you were going to bet or something, I looked it up. It took exactly. Two That's my seconds. point. Exactly. Is you're not you're not supposed to look it up until the bet has been finalized. Oh my! So you're going to try to weasel out <laughs> on a technicality. It's like you because you could have been goading me. You could have been like, "You sure you don't want to make it a hundred bucks?" You know? Because no, you, did you I, were did sitting I do there. That? Did I do that? Uh, now, if I had done were... if I had done that, yes, that would have been dishonest. Oh, if I if I had is... played you. If I had played you, yes, you could, you could you call were, that. You, I think you did play me because you were negotiating the terms of the bet and you already knew the answer to the, the, the question. You, well, knew the ter- you knew the outcome. I, I did not know the outcome when I said, do you want to make a sports bet? I knew the outcome while you were hemming and hawing around because I looked it up. Oh, and I also, no, I also no, knew, no. I also knew the outcome because I knew I was right. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I know I'm right sometimes, and sometimes I'm wrong. But so, it. First of all, can you give me a little bit of acknowledgement of my sleuthing, my ace sleuthing, for realizing that? That uh, well, it wouldn't be that hard to determine that I came up with the answer very quickly after you said it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's not something I noticed. It's something that's okay, just, like, okay. like when we were talk when we were doing the bet. It's not something I like immediately noticed. I was like, it just it took a while to dawn, man. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, but as long as you realize, it took me like literally ten seconds to Google that. So I don't care if it took you ten seconds. No, but I'm saying, I'm just saying that I'm say- it's something saying- we shouldn't have done until we finished agreeing upon the bet. <laughs> If if you like, hey, if you want to weasel out of placing a sports bet, you go right <laughs> ahead. If this is your justification, you need to do to weasel out out of having to to wager twenty dollars on something. You go ahead because we like... we really we really know that the reward is I'm right and you're wrong. That's a real reward. So. <laughs> Well, first of all, I don't want to weasel because I actually might win something for my $20 bet. Exactly! So, but, why don't you just shut the hell up? <laughs> if you, I tell you what, if you apologize for your behavior, I will shut the hell up. Agree that what you did was improper and immoral. It's like, yes. Um, I'm the I... baker, and you're the, you're the, the gay guy. Ask me to... To bake the gay cake or okay. whatever. I, Somehow I'm trying right, to draw an right, analogy right, between right, the okay, two. Okay, okay, all right. 
It was improper of me to not fin- let you finish your incessant rattling <laughs> of BS <laughs> before I gave you the facts that prove that you were incorrect, <coughs> wrong, and altogether stupid to make the because I'll give you props here because I thought I was the king of the backhanded apology. Because, <laughs> because often, very, very often, my wife and I, I'll say something... And my wife will get pissed off. She says, "I want you to apologize." And then I'm the I'm not, again. I thought I was the king of the backhand apology because I always come back with, "I'm sorry that you're so sensitive." <laughs> so that's like like the, the the patented Ted backhanded apology. And so I will give you credit because that was just the most beautiful backhanded apology. You were welcome, uh, sir. <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, it's just lovely. Anyway, so this has been a lovely. Uh, uh, our first installment of a what about now confrontation okay, okay. i tell you what w- this will do though we will set up absolute ground rules <laughs> in the future when we have a disagreement on something and we will because no. we have 30 plus years <laughs> of a track record to prove this when we have this disagreement i will announce i am going to google the answer right now before and I'll say, I don't Google fucking it. Google it until we're done talking about the bet. And I will say, my God, you've been talking for 30 minutes in circles, <laughs> trying to stall. Shut the hell up and let me Google this. Oh, no. Okay, so clearly we're going to have future in- segments of what about now? The what about now confrontation. <laughs> All right. Alrighty then. So get the nice and awake, get the, get the blood pressure up and... Uh, what else? If, you what win else big, I'm s- if you win big, I'm getting my alien toy. That's all I know, motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> I've earned it at this point. <laughs> How much could you possibly make in a $20 bet? You know that uh, I'm betting that uh, 10 million to 1 odds that uh, no. the dolphins will all get struck by an asteroid. The field will get struck by an asteroid. Just, just take 500 to 1 odds and you've won $10,000. Wait, let me do the math. Let me see. All right, I'm going to run that by the boys and accountants, see if those numbers run, check out, okay? <laughs> as, as Walt, apparently as Walt Disney used to say, I'm going to run that by the Jews. So, like, seriously. So there's this debate about whether Walt Disney was anti-Semitic or not, and sort of the consensus that he wasn't, he just sort of, like, used terms like that because, like, in, the de- in that particular time, in the in Disney, like the accounting department was nothing but Jews. So he would say things like, "Well, let me write it by the Jews." <laughs> and so, like, I would give him a pass at that. It's like, because again, like, you know, hints of like, "Well, was Walt Disney anti-Semitic?" You know, it's like, eh. I don't. If it's a little, hold on, let me run it by the Jews, and we'll see. We'll see if that were if those numbers fly. Okay. Well, Seth MacFarlane's pretty sure he is. So. <laughs> Who is Walt Disney? Yeah, yes. You've seen several, if you've watched Family Guy in the past, there's been several jokes and references to Walt Disney being really? a nice semi. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yes. So. Interesting. And on the other hand, I'm, I'm pretty I mean, certain... It's one, it's one person's opinion. It's Seth MacFarlane's oh, yeah. opinion, of course. I'm pretty, I'm pretty certain that Seth MacFarlane is not anti-Semitic because literally every other voice actor on that show is a Jew. <laughs> He's Jewish himself, is he not? No, no, McFar- yeah, nothing says Jew like McFarlane. Yes, right. No, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. I believe he is Jewish. I, I'd never heard that. What are you talking about? Is Seth MacFarlane not Jewish? 
I don't think he is. No. However, Alex Borstein, Seth Green, and Mila Kunis are all Jews. Yeah, I, I I'm going to Google it now. Wait, wait, wait is hold there on. is there a wager here? I don't know. I'm no, I'm I'm pretty sure he's not. But go ahead. Is Seth McFarlane Jewish? Yes, I know the name, but Jennifer Connelly's not a Jewish name either. She's half-sees, I think. Let's see. By the way, if you want a good listen, I think I posted this on the Twitter feed, but like I listened to some, I listened to an NPR uh, podcast. It was um, so source code, and it was an episode about Jews, of like about Jewish history. It was very interesting when I posted the link on Twitter. It's uh, it was called it was a called member of who I think it was called a me- member of whose tribe, but it was a good listen about Jews. Okay. About uh, what does it mean to be a Jew? What? Do, okay. But anyway, so uh, did you find an answer? No, uh, it took me to his Wikipedia page, and it's not saying you know. Yeah. It doesn't come no. with a big disclaimer that says Jew, so. Okay. There is an article in him <laughs> in the Times of Israel. Does that make him honorarily Jewish? No. <laughs> uh, so what else? So homework. You got homework. Do some more research. Yeah, I'll have to find out. I, 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 I don't. I don't I've never, I've never seen that. Um, what do you want to talk about? You want to talk about Westworld, and then I have a story. We can end with a story because I have, I, th- I have a pretty good funny story to end with. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you want to talk about uh, Westworld then? Correct. Yeah, let's talk about Westworld. Okay. So, I have finally caught up. Actually, with actually, before we start on Westworld, I got one side note. Okay. One side note. Okay. Um, my sister took one of those genetic tests. Remember, we've been talking the past few weeks about like those genetic tests and how you use them to like tra- you know, track down. They've been used in the news lately to track down serial killers. Yes. Yes. My, so I found out that my sister took one of those genetic tests, and you're a serial killer. I knew it. Uh, yes, I'm a serial killer. Lucky Charms, Frosted Flakes, Golden Grams. I'm a serial oh, killer. Getting a little early for the dad jokes, isn't it? Yeah, I know. <laughs> to quote, quote, quote a line from one of my favorite bands, my um, my name is Stuart Ransom Miller. I'm a serial lady killer. And uh, she said, I'm already dead. And that's exactly what she said. Anyways, just a little shout out to the old 97s. Okay. But uh, uh, what was I saying? Uh, my sister took a genetic test, and so uh, uh, naturally we probably have the same genetics. And I was all excited to hear because, like, ooh, what surprises lie, you know, like like lie waiting in my deoxyribonucleic acid. And I was looking for something interesting, a little five percent this, like, can I find some of that? Something, something to make make it interesting. What do you suppose they found? Give me a guess. Um, you're not Jewish at all. You've been passing it off. Uh... As a lie. That is a great guess. Give me another guess. Um, you're a quarter Irish. Final guess. You're uh, one-eighth Native American. Ooh. Now, those are all lovely things, but the genetic test revealed that, in fact, she is 99.9% Jew. 99.9%. Wow. Ash- a- specifically Ashkenazi. 
And uh, I'm not even going to bother taking the test because I don't see how they're going to come up with something different. <laughs> maybe, maybe if I take the test and I find something different, that itself will tell me something very important about my dad. <laughs> so I'm actually, I should take the test not for the results, but just to make sure I get the same results. <laughs> but anyway, so I am, I am the highest legal amount of Jew that is possibly allowed. <laughs> You can't legally be any more Jew than me. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Good going. 99.9% Jewish. <laughs> there's, there were no surprises in there. I'm sorry. Well, but there's point one out there. What's the point one? No, no, no it's just like they don't, it's like they don't, they don't do 100%. They literally, you know, it's, it's like, um, it's like when, uh, like, for example, when I, do a review or a rating of something it's like i never give five stars i never give 10 on a scale one to them they just don't ever do 100 percent, you know because they're it's they just don't do that so you're 99.9 percent jewish and 0.1 percent ivory soap that would explain my white skin yes there you go <laughs> i am pretty pale yeah, i'm pretty pale and the fact that you always float in water uh no not really yeah, yeah. Ivory yeah, soap does. Fun. Ivory soap does. In case you want it does? to know. I did not know that. Yeah, ivory soap floats. Is it because it's oil? It's oil based? Because it's 99.9% pure, sir. Purity means uh, But float. pure what? It didn't say. It just said pure. Okay. It's pure. Um, Jewish, cancer... I guess. I don't know. I was going to say cancer causing <laughs> toxins. I mean, but just because it's 99%, you know, it's, it's 99.9%. Here, I'm going to say it now. I'm going to first get. get the lawyer, you got my lawyer ready, but um, ivory soap is 99% um, depleted uranium. There you go. It's 99.9% kosher. Okay, so you're, you're saying I could whitewash my child's mouth out with it when she, when she uses profanity. <laughs> perfect, absolutely perfect. Even though we actually don't keep kosher, still, it's good to know. <laughs> All right, so we're going to be hearing from the ivory... Ivory lawyers any day now, which I assume so naturally Jews, right? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yes. Okay. Hey, hey, you watch it. Excuse okay. me. Did you just make some slur about all lawyers being Jews? I think I think you just used your pass right there, buddy. Uh, no, I think I just agreed with what you said. Yeah, but you shouldn't. You're not. You're not allowed to agree. If I if I say something, if I say the Holocaust never happened, and you say I agree, are you saying you get a pass for that? No. But you would never see, say that. But my my point here is that just because you agree doesn't make it okay. He's like, well, I, I just was agreeing with you. So He's like, somebody, no, somebody would say the Holocaust never happened, and then I would say I disagree. <laughs> the oh. normal person would say I disagree. Okay, okay. So when you say you got a Jewish lawyer, I should have said you're being an anti-Semite. No, I said I assume we're going to hear from Ivory's lawyers, and they'll probably be Jews. Then I should have said you're an anti-Semite. <laughs> And I say, I can't be an anti-Semite. I'm Jewish. I'm nine, not only Jewish. I'm ninety-nine point nine percent Jewish. <laughs> oh, oh, and I'm point one percent anti-Semite. Can can a Jewish person be anti-Semitic? They could be self-hating. I mean, clearly, you know what was a great example of that is Bobby Fischer. Are you familiar with Bobby Fischer? No. Please go on. You've never heard the name Bobby. Well, Fischer. I know he's the chess player, but yeah, he's dead now. He died. He was. Uh, it, he was uh, one of the most, if not the most famous chess player that, like, ever. And he was big in, like, it's the 70s. Mm-hmm. And there was a very interesting movie with uh, Lawrence Fishburne. 
and uh, Joe Montana, and yeah. I think, uh, and whatever, it's called Searching for Bobby Fischer, good movie. Yeah. But uh, in his later years, he kind of went crazy. He became like this, like literally, you know, mentally unstable, anti-Semitic person. He's Jewish, so yeah, go, go figure. Okay. Was he was Jewish, but uh, so yeah, so he was like a self-hating Jew, whatever. Okay, so by agreeing with your statement, I've done either one of two things. What have you done? I have agreed with you making a factual statement. Ooh. In which case, how can I disagree with... How can I be held to account for disagreeing with a factual statement you made? Or... Or? I've agreed with an anti-Semitic raving lunatic on the other end of this line. Um, so which are you? Are you an anti-Semitic raving lunatic? No, I'm just a regular lunatic. I'm not an anti-Semitic lunatic. Oh, then I disagree with the factual statement, so I shouldn't be held accountable for anything. Also, no, neither. How about none of the above? Because it's not a factual statement. Because I don't know who are the lawyers for Ivory Soap. Then why would you make some type of proclamation that there was something like that? Because I was trying to make this a comedy podcast. You were being anti-Semitic. No, it's impossible. I can't be. But then it was a factual statement. It was neither. It was neither. <coughs> it's one or the other. Hold on a second. Are we back to another what about no confrontation? I think so. Oh, man. This is just glossing. I'm going to Google no. Ivory Soap Jew- Lawyers Jewish. I'll let Jeez. you know. Oh, wait. What do you know? They're lawyers South McFarland. So, hey. Oh, wow. Oh, snap. <laughs> that was good. I, I give you... I give you Give you props there. Very good. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I brought it back. See how I did that thing? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and just throw a little comedy in there. Very nice. Very nice. Hats off. My hat, my hat off to you. I don't think I even own multiple hats, so I can't can't really be hats off. Hat, hat off. I'm not one of these bald guys or balding guys that like <laughs> retreats to a hat. I'm like, fuck you. And I shave my head and I'm done with it. There you go. And let the whole world see it. Wow, an anti-Semitic what? skinhead. God! Who am I doing a podcast with? <laughs> I'm a very complicated person. That's just <laughs> My uncle, may he rest in peace, he was completely bald, except for like five strands of hair, and he combed him over. He used to do the five-strand comb over. Oh my, the Homer Simpson. Like, why even bother? <laughs> this one goes out to my uncle. Dearly departed. Shout out to Uncle. Yes. Shout out to Ted's Uncle. But, um, what else were we? So let's, okay, let's bring it back in. Let's go all Westworld. Let's go all Westworld. Okay, I have caught up. Um, so, um, what do you think? You Obviously, you you caught up, meaning you had, last time when we talked, you, had, you were up to season, the end of season one, but you hadn't caught up to two. So now yeah. you're caught up to two. I'm caught up too. I watched including this week's episode, so I'm caught all right. Up. So let's drop the whole spoiler alert, uh, warning because I don't want to have true. to That's worry true. about if I say something that people haven't seen. So right now, uh, if you have if you watch Westworld and you're not caught up, uh, I'd skip ahead ten to fifteen minutes because we're talking Westworld. Or also, stop stop the podcast here, catch up, and then pick up where you where where you left off. Also, let me say that. We might talk about theories, so even things that haven't been revealed yet. Because like I, I, I read, I read the theories. I'll, so you, yeah, I'm not gonna. 
I'm, I'm, not gonna prompt, I'm interested what? in that because I don't really do a lot of the theories online, so uh, I'm interested to hear some of the things you say. And... Well, I'm not going to promise that, that we're, we won't talk about theories, so just if you, if you don't want to be spoiled by anything that might, that is, has been revealed or might be revealed, just, just, um, I would recommend just starting over and listening to the opening song again first. There first you go. There you go. And then jump ahead. The problem is we don't really know when we're going to be done talking about this. We can't say jump ahead because like we might talk about it for five minutes. We might talk about it for 20 minutes. So, so please you're, sit, you're, you're sit down, much, you're pretty watch, much. watch Westworld and start composing a letter to us. Contact us and let us know you're out there. We're Ooh, still looking for Listener nice. Prime. Yeah. Anyways, stop the podcast, catch up, and then resume the podcast. That's Give the us your Westworld theories. Tell us whether or not Ooh. I'm anti-Semitic. Tell us whether or not Ted's anti-Semitic. <laughs> Tell us whether or not I was wrong to look up the date before Ted had finished rambling earlier. I'll just, I'll just save you the trouble. Darren was wrong. So, oh, and, and if you're Seth MacFarlane, tell us if you're Jewish, because I really don't know. So. Or if you're Seth MacFarlane, just email us. It could be really cool, regardless, either That'd way. That'd be awesome. So. <laughs> In fact, if you're Seth MacFarlane, just call us up and say, <coughs> you hate Jews. <laughs> because, number one, we know it's not true. Number two, it'd be really cool to hear from you. That, that would be awesome. That would be great. We would love to have you on as a guest. Wow, to dream. Wow. But uh, okay, back to Westworld. So hold on a second, hold on a second. If if I was Seth MacFarlane, what would your what would and yet one question? What would your question be? Go. One question for Seth. You got a MacFarlane. question for Seth MacFarlane? What's your question? Why was the Cleveland show not that funny? Huh? That you're just gonna burn your one question on something really negative, huh? Wow. <laughs> what would you do? Um. Um. I would ask him I guess I would ask him about American Dad because <coughs> I I haven't watched it since the transition to, I don't even know it's probably not anymore I loved American Dad no it's I, still I, on I TBS like, I have I, I, really I, when wow. it transitioned to TBS I lost I lost it too but it's still on I, I, I was watching something on TBS I was watching Star Wars uh, on TBS and they had commercials for it so Um, I would ask him, like, maybe something about American Dad. Why did he... Mm, I mean, I, I guess, you know, they let it trans... I, I guess I don't really need him to say, well, he wanted to keep the show alive, so he transitioned to TBS, but, like... I don't even know what the fuck I would ask him. I guess I would ask him, how did he find out about our podcast? You know, I wouldn't even ask him about him. I would just make it totally selfish about us, being like, so, what do you think of our podcast? <laughs> no, you, you know, Look, you know... Okay, I know you said it was it was negative, but I would go back to the Cleveland show. I would change the tone of the question a little bit. The way I asked it was negative, but I would ask him, "What about it failed? Why? Why did? What does he think missed the mark with that show? Because the guy had been cranking out hits. He already. I think he already said that basically he wasn't as involved as compared to the other shows. It's like so he sort of got things running and then it didn't go quite where we wanted it to go but like he's only one guy he only has so yeah. much time right right no, i understand i understand so. you know what i would ask him what about his future in acting because i you know like he's had some failures like with a million was it a million ways to die in the West? which actually was like, kind of funny i actually like that i really liked that movie yeah i yeah. i thoroughly enjoyed it yeah. and i i think he's underrated as an actor I, every time i've seen him 
Not being well, him. Not I, doing I the voice, but being him, think, I've been really impressed. I don't think he's a good actor. I, I disagree. I don't think he's really, a good you actor. Really? Huh? I no. thought he was great on SNL. I thought he was great on no, I think Academy he's, Awards. I think he's, he's, he's a good, silly comedy actor. He's, he's good enough for that, but that's different than being an actor. He's, have you watched, have he's you a watched good, he's uh, a good that comedy. show? He's a good comedy actor like Adam Sandler is a good actor. You know, it's, Did you ever watch The Orville? You know, I have not watched The Orville. It is on my to-watch list for this summer, so... I guess I would ask him like, what else, what else, does he want to do? Because like, you know, he's everywhere. I mean, he's you know, voices and acting, and he does music and like, what else is in? What else is on his? Maybe what else is on his list? You know, before I die, I still you have to have a reason for getting up. I mean, like, what else is on the list? Or I mean, he did Cosmos. Or at least he was involved in the production of it. I mean, actually, a season two is supposed to be coming. Yeah, out. season two is supposed to be coming. Um, but um, okay, how about this question? If you could only do one thing, because he does several things well. He writes, he does the comedy, he does the singing, and, and, all, and all these things. If he could only do one of them, but do it well, which one would he pick? So if he had to choose between one of... Writing, the... comedic acting, singing. He loves to sing. Yeah. If he could only do one of those, what would he do? So you're asking what, what's his favorite, basically. Yeah, exactly. What's his calling? I mean, that'd be tough because, like, I do. I love music. I love comedy. I, you know, I, I have like, I love, you know, like software. I mean, I have fingers and many pies. I'd be, I couldn't really nail it down, you know. Okay. Or in the case of the opening song, it's sort of an intersection of comedy and music, you know. Right. Right. Damn it! I just, uh, I was gonna. I was going to do some sort of you know challenge because like I say I say you know way too many times and I was just trying to be more cognizant about not saying you know make it fun and make it like have you like like um, sound a buzzer or something every time I say it <laughs> maybe we'll get to that post baby we'll get to the you know challenge it, it, it's only matched with my oh boy you don't, you don't say oh boy a lot I, there was a while there when we started this that I was doing oh boy a lot I, I've, I've, I've cut oh that out boy. I've cut that out so I've, I, I made a conscious effort to cut that out alright so. alright and you did a great job let's go oh, back to you, Westworld back to Westworld okay Westworld, so my, my, my first thoughts um, the first thoughts about this show is it's, it's always a very convoluted show and it's really kind of hard to, to to discuss a season while it's still going on because you know, honestly don't know where the season's going until it gets there um oh boy as you far know. as far as as this season goes compared to season one uh i i i liked season one better um that's not saying that this season is bad it's it's still a very good show i mean um, here's here's my take basically um you know the movie westworld was about the park the, you know uh <laughs> I just I just said, you know. It was about uh so now I'm being very self aware. So season one uh sorry, the the movie was about robots Turning on the guests and killing them. Turning on the guests, thank you. It was very simplistic. And so obviously we knew that they were leading up to that. Right. We knew that's where they were going. So season exactly. one was this beautiful setup, all about the setup to the the robot revolution. Now right. here we are. Full robot revolution in season two, so that's where we are. Yes, yes, um, I'm I'm enjoying it. I, I I like where it's where it's taking us. I don't think I don't feel there's as much of a, a of a guessing game this season as there was last one. And I, I know it's like 
trying to figure out who was where and, and finding out we had different timelines going on and stuff like that. We have that somewhat here, but it's a little bit we more st- obvious. We still don't know. We still don't know with all the timelines. Like yeah. the future Bernard versus the two weeks Bernard. Oh, yeah, God. yeah, exactly. There, 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 there seems to at least be two different timelines, a kind of a right after the events of season one and then two weeks after that. So we, we seem well, to... We don't actually know. We don't actually know. Do they say two weeks later? I believe it was... Yeah, I think there was a line in there where it's like, you know... Where have you been for two weeks or something like that? The, the, the last scene of the last episode was like the interrogation. Yes. The interrogation of Bernard. Ugh. Yeah. Um, I do, I, you know, I, haven't, I have not read the theories. It's not my, my main thing. I think what they're angling for uh, is they're aiming towards not killing all humans, but transferring humans into these cyborgs to... Create some type well, of that's mortality. remember. There's two factions here. There's the um, the William faction. Basically, there's like the park the the park owner William faction, who had their own secret labs trying to do that. And then there's the Ford faction, who is facilitating the robot revolution. There's two giant factions here, right? Because remember, but, um, but are they? Yeah, I mean. Or are they kind of working towards the same goal? No, I don't think so, because one's about robots taking over, one's about humans um, living forever as hosts. But it's but but before it himself has achieved a kind of immortality, because it's his thought process, it's his brain that's been pretty much transferred into what looks like the entire park, where he can jump from... Well, remember he was in the cradle, and then now he's in inside yeah. Bernard. Yeah, but he was also in the young boy. Then he was also in. He the, wasn't actually in them. He was just talking through them. That's kind of if if it's kind of a <clears throat> core matrix, let's say that that controls all of these uh, these androids, these robots. Then, in in essence, he is in all of them at one time. If he is sort of in that core matrix, if he is that core matrix. So I think it is, in a way, going towards that same end game of, of achieving some type of immortality for the human mind, just maybe potentially different ways of doing that. And the other faction is the robots, the host becoming self-aware and supplanting, replacing humans. Yes, yes. Um, you, you got your two factions. One is the Ford faction, and the other is the William faction. Right, right. But uh, <clears throat> so you did. So you didn't enjoy season two as much as season one. But like that episode, episode four or five, the uh, where it was it started out with um, with uh, with Jim Dallas. What was his name? Old man. Yeah, Dallas. yeah, Dallas. I think it was James. I believe James Dallas. That was just beautiful. <clears throat> with the yeah, Stone song. Uh, that was. I had to watch. I had to, I had to rewatch that one. That was a very good episode. It was so good. That was very it was good. So good. Yes. Um, no, but I, I enjoy the the show still. <clears throat> I'm not saying it's it's really suffered in quality. <clears throat> Excuse me. But uh, I think it's just I, I think I got a little bit more out of season one. So. I uh, sometimes I have to like drink a cup of coffee before I watch because like I want to be completely awake and like not miss anything or 
but I wasn't taking it seriously enough before. I was like watching, like not really paying close enough <coughs> attention. And now I'm like, all right, I just drank a cup of coffee. Let's watch Westworld. I got to pay really close attention to everything. <laughs> so, what are some of but, the theories uh, that you've been finding? Um, at the beginning of the season, there was the whole. Who is, what's going on with Bernard? Is it really somebody else inside of Bernard? Is it Teddy? There's like the, is the Teddy actually inside him? I don't think that's the case. Um, then there's another theory that maybe what we were seeing in the future was actually in virtual reality in the cradle. I think they've all proven to be not true, but those are an example of some of the theories. Um, the theory about the ghost nation hosts are there to protect the humans um I, I that I think might be correct yes so they're they're definitely a, not what they appear to be the the, the the ghost nation there um but what else I mean could it possibly in the, in the, could it possibly be that Bernard is in Bernard the original you Bernard mean, you mean Arnold Arnold, yes, yes. I forgot that was his original name. Yes, that's that what Arnold, my wife thinks. Yeah, that Arnold is Bernard, and that's Ford who's... keeps saying that he's a recreation. He's not. He's a recreation, but he's not actually Arnold. Yeah, is that going to be the big reveal? Turns out he is Arnold. Yeah, or that there's a remnant of Arnold in him. I think something like that. So we've obviously had many different Bernards. The whole the skeletons in the closet scene where. Well, we don't know if we were seeing those Bernards. If we all, we saw one Bernard, but remember, Bernard's been in the park around for a while before we started. Feeding. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. But um, maybe Arnold is the constant throughout all of them. That sometimes they're able to override him and make him do horrible things, but other times he's fighting for that control, trying to be the man that he once was. Hmm. I don't know. So the bottom line is confusing, and it's oh yeah, it's, it's entrancing. It's um, that's not the word I'm looking for. It's uh, it draws you in, you know. Yeah, yeah. I uh, saw a, I, a, did, I did see a video. Of the actor that plays the young William. The, uh-huh. uh, I think I heard about this. Yeah. Yeah. He was he was reading different theories that fans had sent in and was commenting on them. I think my favorite one was that they're gonna go through a door. And they're going to enter Fantasy World, and it's going to merge right into Season 1, Episode 1 of Game of Thrones. And we're just going to develop the HBO universe. <laughs> oh, man. Right, and this... I want to see this three more parks. Yeah, yeah. So so we've had India. It looks like British colonialism, India. That's what they call the Raj. Yeah, and we've had the Shogun era. And of course, Westworld. Yeah, of and course, Westworld. I know that they're going to give us like a, a medieval world. You know, uh, yeah, so. they have to because that was that was in the original movie as well. So, so I think that's coming. <coughs> what else could there be? Well, I don't know. So they're drawing on was Japan and India and the Old West in the U.S. So, like, I don't know. Pick another country. Obviously. England is medieval world, right? Yep, yep. Rome, Rome, Roman world. Roman world would work. We're talking. When is Rome? Like five hundred BC. When did what was the Roman Empire? It was like for a thousand years, up to like five yeah. hundred BC. Yeah, yeah. But it was like about no, a thousand. It went, years it, went, it, went, it went into the ADs. It went to like 
couple hundred AD, I think. Okay, and then med- the medieval times are like what the thousands, the twelve hundreds, something like that. Yeah, yeah, twelve hundreds, I believe. Man, anyway, so like, so what else want to talk about Westworld? Like, you're caught up. Maybe ancient just- Egypt. Maybe we get ancient Egypt as well. So. Oh, interesting! Yeah. Interesting. I've I've heard that too. I've heard that so, mentioned before. Yeah. Ancient Egypt. Wow. Yeah, that would work. Except that there's no guns. Well, no, I guess there's no guns in Shogun World. There's no guns in the medieval world. Well, we there's there hasn't been a medieval world to show yet. No, but I mean, but you're, you're right. Shogun World doesn't yeah, have guns. Yeah. yeah. So. It's great. Absolutely great. You know that uh, in the last episode, the the host had just blew blew herself up and destroyed the cradle. You know that host, that yes. actress. Yeah. Ex-wife of Elon Musk. Really? Yes. Wow. She is gorgeous. <coughs> she is very, very pretty. Wow. Elon screwed that one up, didn't he? Well, no, they got divorced and then remarried and divorced again. Okay. Well, he screwed it up twice. Well, I can imagine that he's the type of guy who, like, completely neglects his family. Probably, yeah, yeah. He's a brilliant man, but I'm not sure he's a decent man i'm not i'm not sure how, how good of a person he is you know i think i mean I, I don't know yeah i don't know so so what else what else i mean what else are we you done with westworld yeah i think so i think so like i said i don't have a whole lot of, of theories i haven't really gotten into the whole web of theories on the web there so i can't help it i mean i'm just not bright enough i don't see deep enough i don't pick up on the subtle things and so um <clears throat> I, I love I love Googling the theories. I uh, I get really annoyed when my wife doesn't want to watch it on Sunday night. Like, I'll watch it a couple days. I get really annoyed, really upset. <laughs> I have not yet cheated on her and, like, watched it without her. Like, snuck Westworld or anything. So how many episodes are in this season? Do you know? Ten. There's ten. I think we're, like, that was six or seven we just saw. So that means the baby will probably be here before the season finale. Uh, yes, I've, I've thought about that. I've thought about that. <laughs> That has crossed my mind. <laughs> We're gonna have to. Don't worry, I'll, be, I'll be sure to call you and ruin it for you. <sighs> I'm really, I'm really concerned that we're not gonna watch the finale for another month. Really am. Yes, that because that should be your focus right now. <laughs> oh man, so that's it. So what else? You're gonna be in the delivery room watching it on your phone, aren't you? <laughs> Well, it, it depends when the kid comes out. Right? <laughs> <sighs> I'm just kidding. I'm not going to be in the delivery room. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, you ready for a funny story? Absolutely. Was that our serious segment? No, that wasn't because we no, were joking. Was, it. No, no. Do we have for our just a little? Let's talk about our, our audience, our social media, before we um, bounce around here. I mean, obviously, we're on every podcast host known in the known universe, and, and nobody listens. No, but, yeah, uh, we're, on, we're on iTunes now. So We're on iTunes. Podcast, and we're news, Podbean, and we're news. Stitcher, Google Play Music, Pocket Cast. Um, AM Radio. CastBox. Uh, did you say tune in? No, I did not say tune in. Okay. I don't know. We're everywhere. We're on all of them. Yes. So please pick us up. Listen. But uh, tell us what you on, think. 
we're just we're not comedy podcasts on iTunes, so I have the idea of a serious segment where we try to get through a segment and it's just news, and it's not something comedic. So I don't know. You got anything? Got anything for a minute? That's our serious segment. Yeah, I've got something. Um, everyone should know by now who's listened to this that I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Um, if you're not sure, go ahead and listen to my one-hour review of The Last Jedi, done uh, a few months ago. Um, I could do a review of Solo at some point, if you've ever caught up and, and, and seen it. Uh, actually, nobody's seen that, so... I saw it twice already. You saw it for me and for you. Yes. Okay, let's keep it serious. Wait, let's keep it serious. Go so, ahead, continue. So. But just a quick question, are you are you going to try to see Solo, or you have no the interest? theater, no. You have no do you interest? Think I should, do you think I should? It's fun. It's, it's, it's a fine, fun movie. Quick, okay, quick question. Why why wouldn't you see it in the theater? Uh, because we're going to have a baby and oh, we don't have the time. Uh, okay, okay. So, I mean, is that the only thing that's stopping you? Just Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it and, would... my, and the fact... Go ahead. Yes. I was just saying, and the fact that I, I still have a child. I have my, my first child, and we don't see movies all that often to begin yeah. with. Okay, okay. So. We saw the Avengers. We finally we saw the Avengers a month a month late. Okay, okay. So and I enjoy. Oh, by the way, I guess yeah. I haven't talked about that since I really enjoyed that. Sure. Okay, it was good. Yes, it was it was enjoyable. And I knew they were gonna kill all the heroes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And the next year, in one more year, they're gonna have part two. And That's bring them all back. That's not called part two, but it's part two. They're gonna bring them all back. Yeah, they're gonna bring. Them back. I don't know how I know this because they've already scheduled the Spider-Man sequel. Exactly. And they kill. Yeah, exactly. And the Black Panther sequel, and yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Um. And people like Dave Bautista have been shooting Avengers 4, and like, well, why are you shooting Avengers 4 if you're dead in Avengers 3? So, yeah, exactly. Which one's ba- Dave Bautista? He's uh, Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Did uh, he die? Yeah, he disappeared. The only Guardian left is Rocket. At the end of that movie, what, they all disappeared except about, for Rocket. What about Star-Lord? He disappeared too. Did he? Yeah. Huh. They all disappeared. Mantis, Drax, Groot, and... Star Lord disappeared. Gamora or Gamora got thrown off the cliff. <coughs> right. And Rocket's the last man standing. Huh. So they're making a Guardians of the Galaxy three. So unless it's called Rocket Raccoon, you know they're going to change some things. <laughs> they can make it work. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, they, they made it work before. So they're going to have uh, a Captain Marvel movie, another Ant Man movie. Yeah. And then another Avengers. Yes, exactly. So, but you would see you. So you would see Solo. If, yeah, if I had more time, I, I probably would. Yeah. Yeah. How good? Bad? I don't want to. Let's save the review for never. But was it good? Did you like it? <laughs> it was good. It was good. Was it great? No. Was it good? Yeah. It was fun. Um, didn't break a lot of ground. Basically, hit the beats uh, that you thought it would. It's gonna tell you. Did he meet Chewie? Yeah. This is how. Did he make the Kessel run? Yeah, this is how. You Lando. Know, yeah. Did he meet Lando? Yeah, this is how. Did he get the Millennium Falcon for Lando? Yeah, this is how. So, and, and no surprise there. There is a surprise <clears throat> surprise at the end of the movie. Um, there is a. Oh, I heard about that. The cameo. Uh, I know who you're talking you, about. Okay, you've heard. You've already heard who the cameo is, or. Well, we do, do we need to give a spoiler for people who haven't seen Solo? Well, yeah, this this to me this is a big. I did not know. I did not know anything going in. I was I went, you know, Friday night, uh, opening weekend, 
So I had not heard. I stayed away from social media. It was Jar Jar. It was Jar Jar. <laughs> no, but uh, yes, spoiler alert, it was a Phantom Menace character made a comeback. Yeah. Uh, yep. They've reintroduced Darth Maul into the cinematic universe. Um, if you've watched After the... he was cut cut in half? or Yes, yes. Um, but see, the, 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 the thing is... I've been. I'm a fan that I've even watched the animated series Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. They have introduced that character in the animated series and talked about his resurrection for a few years now. Where does Solo fall in terms of the 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 prequels versus the original? It is supposed to, I think, roughly be about ten years before New Hope, or ten years before Rogue One. Now, because Rogue One is. Right, it's a way after yeah. the, the prequel. So the yeah, so so about so like right between the two, like I think there's supposed to be like a 19 year gap between Revenge of the Sith and New Hope, so this would fall like right smack dab in the middle of that. So, um, but it was good. It was it was not great, um, but it was worth watching. I saw it. Uh, I think it's more accessible for for casual fans, for family, for for families, for kids. Than Last Jedi was, um, but the kind of the reason I'm, I'm bringing all this up, I'm going into Star What's Wars. What's the serious segment? The serious segment is actress uh, Rose Marie, or Kelly Marie Tran, who played uh, Rose Tico in Last Jedi. She right. left social media this week, deleted her accounts and left. And the reason that that is important to me is because of the reason she left, and that is because. There is a segment of our fan base that is just comprised of horrible, horrible people. And they take the opportunity to denigrate, to ridicule, to attack, sometimes even threaten. A lot of the people that they feel are somehow responsible for giving them a Star Wars product that they don't want. Or giving them a Star Wars product that's different than their expectations. And this is not to say that you can't dislike a Star Wars movie. There, I, In the review of Last Jedi, I think I said repeatedly, Last Jedi might be the most divisive or controversial Star Wars movie that we've seen. And I said that full knowing that there would be people that would walk out of there not liking it. And there are plenty of valid reasons to not like it if it did not... You know, if you did not view it the same way I did, if you did not, if it did not reach you the same way, same way it reached me, I can see not liking that film. Um, but there's a difference between not liking a film and being upset with the direction of a franchise, and attacking the creators behind it. Um, Kathleen Kennedy, Ryan Johnson, Kelly Marie Tran, uh, even Daisy Ridley. They've they've had constant constant attacks going against them for for a few years now on the, on the direction uh, this franchise has taken uh, instead of grown adults just saying I don't like these movies maybe I won't go anymore or you know maybe I'll just watch the old ones or stay home or maybe I'll go and try to give all of them a chance and see what I like and what I don't like or find something to like Instead of doing that and doing the mature way, they, they, they take to social media, they, they gather, they, they, they find each other, and they, they form this, this little troll army that just has to destroy and ruin anything that's, that, that 
other people might enjoy. And I'm really sick of it. It's it's and it's prevalent in our nerd culture. It started with Gamergate a few years ago and the female creators of video games just got hammered. Um, it moved over to comic books like last year and what they called Comicsgate and there was a lot of female artists and female writers and editors that were just just slammed for for supposedly pushing this diversity uh, issue in comics and not giving comic book readers what they want but trying to push their own SJW agenda and all this stuff. And now they're doing it with Star Wars. They're, they're accusing Ryan Johnson and Kathleen Kennedy of having this liberal, feminist, social justice warrior agenda. And they're littering Star Wars with it, and it's ruining the franchise. And, you know, they're, they're, they're saying that because of that, now they're not going to go see Solo, and they're the reason Solo's not doing well, and Disney better fire Kathleen Kennedy, or we're going to ruin all the movies and ruin your franchise. And I, and I, I just stop and I think, this is supposed to be something you love. This is supposed to be uh, 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 something you're fanatical about. You love Star Wars. You're, you're sitting here and holding a gun to its head because it doesn't meet your preconceived notion of what Star Wars is supposed to be. And so you would rather have no Star Wars at all and take that away from everybody and future generations to enjoy these stories versus have a Star Wars that you don't agree with. It's just and it's just sickening. It's just it's tiresome to see our community and, and, and I say our community because we're both self-professed nerds. We've been nerds for a long time. Birth, I believe birth. Yeah, exactly. And when we were growing up, with nerddom came a little social ostracism, a, so, a little bit of a being a social outcast, and and. I think we both got at a very young age that we were okay with that. You know, we, we found we liked what we liked and we didn't really care whether or not it was popular or not. I think part of the problem is this stuff that we liked, we growing up comic books and superheroes and science fiction and all that stuff is now part of the mainstream pop culture. It's no longer a subculture anymore. It is culture. Yeah. It is our pop pop culture in this country. And with that becomes a whole lot of... So, so what you're saying is that we were just ahead of our time. Yeah, we were. We were. And I, I think that gives us a good feeling. But I think it also leads to this toxic behavior by some who don't like the idea that now everybody's coming to the party. I mean, I love it. I'm glad. I'm so glad that the rest of the world is falling in love with what I fell in love with in my teen years, what I fell in love with in the 1970s and 80s. I'm glad they're finally here. Um, but are you, are you talking about classic porn from the 70s and 80s? Because oh, I'm, yeah, I'm uh, still waiting for the world to fall yeah, in love with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Who doesn't love a big hairy bush? But um, And the music that just the acid rock soundtrack. Exactly. Woo. But I'm, I'm glad, and you're ruining the series segment, by the way, but. Oh, oh God, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you've been too serious for too long. Wrap it up, uh, wrap it up. Uh, oh, see, now look, I get, I get it, was, give us a serious segment, now you don't want the serious segment. I swear, uh, there's no you, well, you're just, you. It's too long. We can't be too long of a serious segment. 
Well, then how are we going to get earn our news status on iTunes? Thank you. Anyway. How, how let, me fin- let me finish. We didn't. Let me finish. We just they gave it to us. Let me let me finish. Um, I, th- I think that there's, there's a segment of our subculture uh, that does not like everybody coming to the party. That doesn't like the fact that the door has been thrown open to the jocks and the girls and you know minorities and people of color and the uh, the the LGBT community and, and everybody now that that is embracing this stuff and they are pushing back and they're pushing back in the only way they know how and that's to be petulant man children and it's I'm just tired of it man and it makes me almost want to stop being a fan and I can't do that because I know that they they are they are loud and they are obnoxious but they are still a minority I know maybe because they feel that if they're petulant man children then they can aspire to be president one day yeah I know well that that absolutely does play into it yeah you know the 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 permissiveness that we've allowed out in the open now because of Trump and the way we treat each other is trickling to all aspects of life. But, it's soiling Star Wars. But it's it, Trump's not Trump's not to blame for what's going on in Star Wars. That is us. That is a certain segment of fans that is to blame. It, it lies completely and totally in the part of the subculture that's broken. The part that led some of us to be kind of ostracized socially. We never. Some of us never got out of that. And, all right, all right. So what broken. are we gonna do? What are we gonna do about it? What the only thing you can do about it is, I think, continue to support the things that you love. So continue to support the Star Wars movies, the, the comic book movies, whatever it is that you love. Continue to support it, and speak out, and and try to to shout down, I guess, the parts of it that are ugly. If you are online and you see somebody behaving in a way that is not appropriate, call them out. If they're if it's on Twitter and they're abusing the Twitter rules, report it to Twitter. If they are making threats, call the police. You know, I don't know if the police will actually do anything with a Twitter threat. My guess is they probably will not. But I think we have to learn to police ourselves. And and finally, you can do one more thing. You know what? What's that? Bake a gay birthday cake. <laughs> and so ends the serious <coughs> segments. And so. And so ends ends the, serious. <coughs> I'm only half joking. It's about inclusion. No. Yes. 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 And and bake a gay birthday cake. Yeah. And and again, this isn't about the Last Jedi. This isn't about the quality of Star Wars under Disney. Um. Nothing replaces the original trilogy for me, and I've learned nothing ever will. I'll never be five again, and I'll never look at the movies with that same wide-eyed fascination that I did when I was five. And What about if you get Alzheimer's disease? Well, then maybe I'll be okay at that point. You come over and, yeah, you, so... you, come over and you show me the Star Wars movies like every weekend, and it'll be a whole new experience. Woo! No, I mean, like with the new ones. you can If you're in mental decline, you watch the new ones, you'll watch it with wide-eyed... Abandoned. If I have Alzheimer's, I might watch the old ones and watch them with wide eyed abandoned again. <laughs> sure. Because you won't remember. I'm, I'm just saying. I might I'm watch an put... infomercial for the chopped uh, chopper or whatever. Uh, the chop slap, slap chop, whatever the fuck thing it's called. 
and watch it with wide-eyed abandonment. But no, we we have to we have to police ourselves. We have to police our communities. We have to we have to be the ones that that can differentiate between someone who's criticizing the movie for the movie and criticizing the movie because they're just bad people. And when they're being bad people and when they're doing nasty things, call them out for it. Don't ignore it. Call them out. I mean, in general, these are probably people that are happy with themselves and happy with their lives. And you know, the the only way they can find pleasure is to, you know, spread their unhappiness. That's 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 it. I mean, it's and and, and unfortunately, it does it does start to trickle out in violent ways. You know, that's a lot of these you've heard of incels, right? Yeah, I was just going to actually mention that. Yeah. But, uh, that, Maybe to it. that that incel community now is, is is I think just another offshoot of this same thing. In, incels are involuntary celibates, as they call themselves, and they are now striking out sometimes violently. Uh, and we we just had a school shooting, uh, the the one in Texas a couple weeks ago. That unfortunately in Santa Fe, uh, Texas, Santa Fe High, and we're already starting to forget it because. We just have so many school shootings that we forget some. Wow. And I didn't hear that he was one of those people, though. Yeah, well, the, the, his first victim was a girl that he was pursuing. Uh, she politely turned him down, and then apparently he was so much of a, you know, pursuing her, so insistent on it, that she quote-unquote publicly embarrassed him. Like, somehow that's it's it's her fault that, that he was a creep that kept advancing towards her that she did not want, that she finally had enough and, I guess, in front of uh, other classmates told him off. So that apparently was enough to earn her a death sentence because that was the first person he shot. <sighs> so, yeah. So that's where we're at. Um, and it's, uh, I'm just tired of it uh i want us to be better uh i think i think nerds need to work towards being better and i think we need to find ways to excise these people out of our communities that that will not be better so that's it all right and and this concludes I, I, the series I, segment yeah and my apologies to kelly marie tran she deserved better than that so wait did you were you on twitter making fun of her no, 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 no. I, I, I apologize to her for the community. Okay. So, I no, I did not make fun of her. I've, nev- I've never interacted so with her. So you're okay with apologizing to her, but you have to give me grief if I ask you to apologize about you know, fixing a bet, or hypothetically speaking. So you're going to try to equate our bet again with a plethora of racial taunts, sexist, misogynistic taunts, and sometimes violent threats to an actress. I'm just comparing apologies. I'm just saying you have no problem just throwing out an apology when, when you don't even have to apologize because you didn't do anything. But when you do do something, it's really tough for you to apologize. That's well, I'm, I'm just pointing I, I, out. I do, want, I do want to point out that the difference between my apology to you and to my apology to her was that my apology to her was sincere. Ouch. <laughs> ah, my goodness. You just wait. I'm going to get my revenge. I'm going to post 
something on our Twitter feed. Uh oh. That's it. Well, I, I can't do anything about it because I still don't have the Twitter password. <laughs> <coughs> so, so do you want to kind of uh, uh, give us a little levity before we take it out of here for six to eight uh, weeks? Yeah, I got a couple things. Do you want? I got a I got a small thing and a big thing. You want both? Uh, I never say yes to wanting a small thing or a big thing from you. <laughs> You want a you want a medium sized thing? Yes, give me the medium sized thing. No, get let's uh, yes, give us both. Let's come on. We're okay. gonna be gone for for a while. This is yeah. your, this is your, this might be the last time you actually have come into a podcast with you know rest and sleep. So you, oh, you might be. I don't have that. How many times I don't have that now? Yeah, you might be super punch drunk by the next time we have a podcast. So give us both. That actually stories. might make it better. I might even be funnier <laughs> if I'm wired. Oh well, hey. That is a very but, uh, that is a very low bar. So. <laughs> yeah. The quick the quick one is that um, I wanted to have a little fun, and so on my phone, using Google Maps, I switched the voice to British English. That's just my little one. Have you tried that? I have not. No. Yeah, just switch it to just switch your phone if you use Google Maps, and if if you're like a person living on Earth right now, you, you use Google Maps. Yeah. Whether you use an, and you're not an old person. <laughs> Um, you Android, iOS, it doesn't matter. You're using Google Maps, and so have a little fun. Use one of the accents. I use um, again the British one, and so it's been it's still it's been a jolly. It, g- is it female still? Is the voice female? Or? It's female. It's a, I've been having a jolly good time. Oh, okay, but it's kind of kind of bit me in the ass. So I've it, there was an un, unexpected positive in that I've been learning some like British terms, but it came upon in the in the most awkward way because I was it was giving me directions and I needed directions and then it said enter the slip road and I'm like excuse me? <laughs> I don't know what the f- do you know what a slip road is? I know what it is now but do you know what a slip road is? Is that like a merging uh, lane or an off ramp? It's an on ramp. On ramp, okay. And so my little joke backfired because she was giving me directions she's like take the slip road I'm like oh shit. <laughs> But I since learned, I, like, I actually knew that I had to get on a certain road, so I sort of put two and two together and realized that it was an on-ramp. And, and it's also interesting because when you exit in, in like a, a highway, see, us, us Yanks here, the, the GPS just says, take the next exit. But the British want to be a little bit more precise. It's not just about where you're coming from. It's also about where you're going to, and so I've noticed that when she says to take an exit, she she never says she says either exit or interchange. They're both exits, but it's she so she says take the interchange if you're exiting onto another highway. It's like you got like a, a, a whatever, like a an interstate ninety five, then you got interstate five ninety five in South Florida. So like if you're going from five ninety five to I ninety five, she would say take the interchange to I ninety five. If you're going from interstate to interstate. But if you're just if you're exiting and you're just going to a street, it's a, she says take the exit. So it's like very precise. It's so like I, I'm learning things, you know? Uh, that was I never I never knew I was gonna learn something by switching to British English. For the uh, the GPS, so who I, knows? I'm gonna start I, I, circling through the different. I hate to interrupt, but um, my recorder stopped about forty minutes ago. Are you serious? 
No, but I wanted to say that just because it's not going to be for oh a couple months God. before we do this again. So oh I needed God. to give I, you a little heart attack before. Oh, my God. you did. You gave me a slight one, but I, I had a feeling. I had a little feeling that you were fucking with me. Oh, but... it's a bon voyage, oh. so to speak, oh. for a little while. Had to give it to but you. Still, oh my God. Just... Yeah, I still, my heart skipped a beat or three. <laughs> Oh, that's okay. I just yeah, you're just pissed because you had to apologize. Ah, uh, yes, yes, that was it. My, yes. I'm I'm pissed. I had to give a backhanded, insulting, uh, insincere apology. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but uh, we're still recording, and uh, we're not really, we're not really, we can't really hate when that happens because, lest you forget, that's how we got our name. That's it. That is it. Are we on? Are you recording? How about now? What about now? And I, I think I think a little anniversary joke was appropriate there. So, yeah, happy anniversary nice. to us. Very nice. <coughs> so you had a you want to you want to take it home with your big story? Yeah, let's take it out. It's not too terribly big, but uh, all right. So let's close things out. I got a story. Haven't had a haven't had a. Ted story, I don't think, in a couple episodes. A nice, a nice chunky one. Okay. Mmm, nice soup. I'm just, I don't know, I'm getting hungry. It's late, but I'm getting hungry. So, like, go for some chunky soup. But, uh, chunky soup, chunky story. Chunky Ted story. Yes, chunky Ted. Got uh, putting on the pounds. But, uh, so, um, a couple weeks ago, this was actually national news. But there was some, again, some really horrible flash flooding in my area, the Baltimore area. Did you see that? On yeah, the you, you got you got something like 10 inches of rain over a, like a 24-hour yeah. period? So it actually, so I, you know, I live in the greater Baltimore area. It actually affected, I mean, basically the whole area was under, like, horrible flash flood warnings. Yeah. Now, the one, the one in, uh, the, one, the, the city that really took it was Ellicott City, which is, like, like, you know, a couple towns over. And um, that, again, because it made the news because, like, it had, it had, it's like another thousand year storm two years later. Yeah. Within two years, it's had 2,000 year storms. Yeah. But, uh, and again, just like downtown was a raging river. Um, people died. It was very bad. But uh, so the whole time this is going on, you know, my family, we remain safe at home. But my wife did not want us to remain at home. So this was, I guess it was a Sunday evening. <clears throat> Again, obviously my wife is pregnant. She's hungry. She's super hungry. She's having cravings. He's like, well, let's go to dinner. Let's go out to dinner. I want to go to Olive Garden. Let's go to dinner. I'm like, uh, baby, we're in, we're in a flash flood warning. We probably shouldn't say that. She's like, uh, well, no. I mean, it'll be, it'll, it'll be, it's only for another hour. The, the warning will have expired by the time we go. I'm like, yeah, I don't think we should go out. And as time's rolling on, the flash flood warning is keep they keep extending it right first it expires at seven then it expires at eight and expires at nine yeah. so like so this whole thing is going as time is going by she's hoping it's going to expire <laughs> and it, it keeps getting renewed she's like what are you talking about? what do you mean they renewed it i'm like i'm like what website are you on i'm like i'm on the national weather service website <laughs> and so i we're going back and forth so we're arguing she's like she's she's just dying for olive garden and i'm like i'm like yelling at her i'm like look we're never scared of life to go out to go to dinner, let alone fucking Olive Garden. I mean, seriously, who's ever risked their life for Olive Garden? That is an endless bowl of of salad, though. I guess just eating the endless bowl of salad itself is risking your life, right? (laughs) But in the bottom of the soup. But so she's giving me this crap, and I'm really getting annoyed because she wants to risk. So let me, again, let me, let's, let's review. My wife's pregnant, and we have another child, so she wants to risk the life of me, 
her, her unborn child, our unborn child, and our unborn child. So we can go to Olive Garden for dinner in the flash flood. And so now we're, we're going back. This is going on for a while. We're arguing back and forth for a while. And the phone rings. And it's my aunt, my aunt in South Florida, who's worried about me. She's like, she saw that there was some horrible stuff going on up here. And I'm like, well, hold on a second. This is my aunt, my dear auntie, who doesn't use a computer. She doesn't really know how to use a computer. She doesn't use a smartphone. She only watches either Fox News or the Weather Channel. So this is clearly a national news story. It's to the point where it's one of these channels, either Fox News or the Weather Channel. She's watching in South Florida, and they're saying... Hey, if you live in the Baltimore area, run for your life. <laughs> so my aunt knows about this in South Florida, and she's calling me up saying, you know, Ted, are you okay? And I'm saying, and I pointed this out to my, my, my wife. I'm like, uh, you realize that if my aunt knows about this, that means it's really bad. We shouldn't go out. Okay? You need to so hunker just, down. <laughs> we need to hunker down. So finally, I convinced her. I convinced her that, in fact, we're not going out in the rain. So what do you suppose happened next? She wanted you, well, she wanted you to make spaghetti for dinner. No. Well, that, that is pretty bad. I will, I will give you, I will grant you, that that's taking your life in your own hand, eating my cooking. <laughs> well, what she, without missing a beat, she then suggested that we order Chinese delivery. Oh, so, uh, you know, at least you're, you're risking the life of a complete stranger at that point. Exactly. I, and I had to point out... That she was still risking somebody's life. And she's like, what are you talking about? They might still be delivering. What? He might he might need the money. He might want to... Like, and I'm, again, I'm like lecturing her, chastising her. And I'm like, look, we're not, we're not ordering delivery. We're not going to be... Res- I'm not going to be responsible for causing our delivery guy to die. <laughs> and then I started being a little bit sarcastic. And I'm like, okay, I, I understand. You feel... And again, I, this, again, this is sarcasm. I, I assume that you feel that because he's Chinese, that his life... Is not worth, his life is not worth as much as our life. I'm, I'm saying is I'm 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 posing. I'm saying is that what you're saying? You know I'm I'm really I'm really trying to go for the throat here. And you know what she says to me? She says, "Actually, I think our delivery guy is a Mexican, a Hispanic guy." <laughs> and I said, "Oh well, then I guess you think that that's okay." Right. Again, I'm being very circular. I'm like I'm getting really pissed. I was like, and I'm, just, I'm like I'm like refusing. Like she is not ordering. Deliver. We're not risking our lives. We're not risking the life of a delivery person <laughs> to get in it. Honestly, it's just average Chinese food. It's really yeah, not it's worth. It's nothing here. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing, nothing, nothing to write home about. You know. <laughs> but uh, no, no. So again, so again, we're still going back and forth. This is this is like an like a half hour long argument conversation, whatever. And then my mom calls. My mom calls because she's seen on the national news, I assume, either Fox News or the Weather Channel, because they're about the same age, the only the old people channel, Fox News, no other channel. My mom saw on one of these channels that there's, there's horrible things happening where I live, and my mom calls to make sure we're okay. And I'm, again, pointing out to my wife, do you see that this is a giant story? My aunt in Florida has called, and my mom in Tennessee has called to make sure that we're okay. And that we're not, we're not, like, trapped in our car somewhere in a raging floodwater. And that's exactly what I pretended was happening on the phone with my mom. <laughs> While I was on the phone with my mom, I pretended that we were driving in in the rain. 
just to seriously fuck with my mom. And I was really, and she didn't quite catch on. I'm like, hold on a second, mom, we're in the car. And she's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, well, we're coming up on, we're coming up on like a lot of stop traffic. I'm not sure what's going on. Hold on a second. I think there's some standing water ahead of us. So I'm like, I'm doing this. I'm like seriously messing with my mom. And like, I don't think it went over well because I don't think she even caught on. But like, I was really desperately trying to have some fun at her expense. And like, I'm just kidding, mom. We're fine. This is what my wife you know, wants us to do. But I refused. And um, we survived. And uh, no damage. And, you know, we were not responsible directly or indirectly for the death of anybody. Well, that's that's good. That's always a good way to spend the weekend to not be the cause not of someone's death. Lady. Yes. So. But. Uh, I, I'm, uh, I I I I have success most weekends with that. So. Most weekends. Most though. weekends. Don't ask, don't tell. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, so that was my little fun in the in the horrible flooding that we had in the Baltimore area a week. Was it uh, like a week ago or something? I don't know. It wasn't this Sunday. It was it was Memorial Day. Yeah, it was, yeah. I, it was Memorial Day weekend. I just had seen something quickly. I didn't really see all the flash floods and everything. I, I heard you were getting a lot of rain. My wife couldn't believe it because like, they're showing... We were watching the news because anytime... So, so first of all, we don't use weather radios anymore because now smartphones just get the, the signals, yeah. just get the alerts. Yeah. So like, I, I don't have a weather radio. Um, but you know something's bad when like the alerts start coming off your phone. And so my natural inclination is to turn on the local news because nobody beats like the, the local news stations in terms of this weather coverage. Right, right. And we're turning on and they're showing the the footage that they shoot uh, showed on CNN or whatever about like the horrible flash flooding in Ellicott City. And they're showing it and we're looking around like wait. My wife's like, "Oh, that's the footage from 2 years ago." I'm like, "Yeah, I, that, that could be." And then but they keep showing it over and over. I'm like, yeah, I don't think that's the footage from two years ago. I think that's the footage from two hours ago. Wow. <laughs> I think that's the footage from, like, uh, uh, like ten minutes ago. I think that's our front yard. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on a second. And, like, you stick your hand out, up and, like, wave. And, like, it's like space balls. And then you see it waving. And, like, oh, shit. Like, the old joke about, you know, you're in trouble if you turn on the local news and you see a helicopter shot, of, like, above your house. <laughs> yep, yep. But uh, they're showing on the like so like all this is not sinking in with my wife. <laughs> Bottom line is when a pregnant woman wants Olive Garden, damn everybody uh, else. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, there's no stop. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> but uh, not a lot so of not little... a lot of clear thinking going on when you're pregnant. So yes. Yeah. So. But uh, that's my story. That's all I got. Okay. Okay. So, uh, shall we wrap it up? Uh, you want me to give the uh, phrase that pays? Yeah, let's do the phrase that pays. Let's do our housework. All right. Um, I'm going to be, I'm going to be sentimental. I'm not going to Ooh. be funny. I would like listener prime to contact us. Tell us what you think. Tell us about the show. What you like. What you don't like. And the phrase that pays is, "Congratulations, Papa Ted." Well, thank you. Yes, that is the phrase that pays this week. So, put that in there. What do they get? Oh, and if they if they send it to us, they get the placenta. Ooh! <laughs> and now we'll never get listener prime. <laughs> <laughs> what do they get? What do they get? Um, 
a baby related item. You know, something. A baby related, yeah. not a gay cake. Not a gay cake, a baby related item. Maybe a little, no, nothing uh, used, but yeah. maybe like a little pacifier, a rattle, or something. Something to commemorate okay. the birth of your child. So, a baby related item will go into the box. Diaper? Used diaper? No, 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 nothing used, nothing disgusting. So, it'll, it'll be baby related. Um, hmm, let's see. How can we get it? So, something baby related. Okay, if that's what you choose. Then it shall be. Okay. Baby item. Yeah. I gotta put that on yeah. the list. You wanna tell them how they can contact us? You email us. Darren at Ted at gmail.com. D A R I N A N D T E D at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And, um, lest. Well, I guess I was, I was gonna give a whole speech about, like, if this is an old podcast, it doesn't matter. Because even if you, if you, if you hear this, you can still email us. And it's it's likely that we still have ha- don't have a listener prime, but this isn't a new podcast, so it doesn't really help. I can't re- retroactively put this message back in the old podcast. So I didn't really think this through. But anyways, my point is okay. So like ten episodes from now, if you happen to stumble upon this one, and you hear this, you go, well, I assume somebody already has listener prime locked up. But don't don't assume that. Do not do not assume. We have gone through twenty episodes no. without listener a year. prime. A whole year. A year. We've a gone through calendar we've year. We've gone through. Wow, fingers and toes. Yeah. We've gone through fingers, fingers and toes worth yeah. of episodes. And, you know, we've cut a lot of good stuff in this box. And by good, I mean bad. And, and by bad, I mean crap. Interesting. But there might be something you like. There might be something you like. Do you like uh, fingernail clippings? Just curious. <laughs> no, but there's cookies and toys and baby items and broken drills and... <laughs> All kinds of things in this thing. And you know what? And broken dreams. I think there's some broken dreams in there. Because that's, if you don't email us, that's, what, that's what's happening to our dreams. They're, <laughs> they're, they're breaking into a million pieces. They're shattered beyond repair. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So. I mean, our, our spirit's already broken. Like what, what, How many years have you been married, Darren? <laughs> I'm closing in on 10 in April, so. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Yep. Yeah, so. So, you know, our will has already been broken. And you're going to shatter our dreams, too. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> we give that up long ago. So. Oh, man. But uh, anyway, so, you know what? Email us or send us a, you know what? You can, if you want on Twitter, you can send us a, a what do they call it? A, a private message, a direct message. There's, there's messaging on Facebook. There's messaging on Twitter. Yeah. So you can even use one of those. At, again, house games or at our, at what about now pod on Twitter and Facebook. That's it. At What About Now Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Go on there, become a follower, be a fan of our fan page, send us a direct message, any of them, send us a phrase of pace. There you go, you got a hold of us. Doesn't have to be email. And, um, what else? And iTunes. Um, ratings on iTunes are very important. Oh, yeah. So if you're listening on iTunes, anybody. give us a good rating, bump up our visibility, and maybe more people will come in and listen to there's ratings on Castbox too is there really I have not noticed yeah so, sure oh yeah so I oh, thought yeah, it was absolutely. just a thumbs up so uh, I thought that there were well I know there's comments there's not ratings um, I'd have to go back and check let's just assume that on 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 one or more of all the hosts that we mm-hmm. mentioned there are in fact ways to say yes to rate us and or say Good job, fellas. Yeah, increase our visibility. Let us let us know what you think. Let, if, hopefully you like it. Give us a good rating. If you hate it, then just don't rate us because we really can't take the criticism right now. We're already broken people. So. 
What about some of the critics of the what is her name? What is her name? Tran? What's her first uh, name? Uh, Kelly Marie Tran. So I'll just say Kelly Tran. Let's say some of the the haters from Kelly Tran. Come on over, give us some hate, but just listen. Um. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um. Know that if you're one of those type of people that have driven her off Facebook, that have uh, spewed this nasty vitriol towards her, uh, that I don't like or respect you, but I won't stop you from listening. Yeah, but at least we'll have numbers. This is true. We'll have listener yeah, numbers. Yeah. And um, we'll, we'll know that just somebody's listening. Yeah, and then also, yeah. hey, we can just block you. They- we can just block you on Twitter, <laughs> by the way. Yes, we can. So we get your listens, and we don't have to hear your crap. That's it. So, hey. <laughs> Win-win. Win-win. So. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Anyway, so that's housekeeping. Uh, finally, let's mention our sponsor. Oh, let's see. Our show has been brought to you by, obviously, Gay Cakes. Gay Cakes. Gay, uh, gay, um, gay Wedding Cakes. Gay Birthday Cakes. Ivory Soap. Um, Ivory Soap. Huh? Ivory Soap. Ivory Soap. Yes, yes. Westworld. Westworld, Westworld. obviously. Um, Solo, A Star Wars Story. Solo, A Star Wars Story. Um, also, what else? Uh, Bean Burritos from Taco Bell. Bean Burritos from Taco Bell. Also, this podcast has been brought to you by the um, the Parrot Game, the copycat game, obviously. It's what I've been doing for all our sponsors. And Olive Garden. Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough to die for, Olive Garden. No. <laughs> um, gotta, admit, gotta shout out to Bill Irwin. Yes, yes. Don't worry, be happy. And uh, let's give a Finally. let's give a shout out to Jeff Corwin for no reason except I was thinking of <laughs> and Jeff Steve Corwin. Irwin. May he rest in yes. peace. <laughs> He's hanging out with my uncle. There you go. And of course, this, finally, this podcast has been brought to you by Procreation. Procreation. And more importantly, fornication. <laughs> For, oh, can can our title be fornication and procreation? Uh, yes. <laughs> or I might just go with the title of the song. I might just preempt it into the, we're going to go with the title of the song. This episode is Our Growing Family. There you go. Our Growing What About Now podcast family. Yes. So. Listen up. Yes. Many, many listens. So that's it. So we got, this is a nice long one, about two hours. And it's going to have to hold you over for like uh, somewhere between three to six weeks, yes. let's say. So, well, I think that should. And uh, again, I really do want to offer my sincere, heartfelt congratulations to you, sir. I know you, uh, You've already had some experience at this. Uh, second child is is just as exciting as the first. You're gonna have a whole new dynamic in your house. So and harder and much harder because I still have to take care of the first one. <laughs> they didn't tell me that until just recently. <laughs> I still have to keep the first one alive. Did, can you believe yeah, that? Yeah, you don't get to. You, this is a, damn. This is something you don't get to bat five hundred on. You have to bat a thousand. But. So but what I can do is I can now threaten the first one with like, look, we already got a replacement, so we don't need you anymore. Oh my god! <laughs> no, psychiatrist bills in that child's life are going to be so expensive. <laughs> I'm just saying, we got. I'm just like, look, we have a backup option. Okay, okay. Well, there you go. It's always it's always good to have a duplicate. But you look, all you're, gonna, threats, you're gonna all of them. you're gonna find they're two very distinct people. <laughs> Yeah. You're going to find that, that they're distinct individuals. <laughs> but the bottom line is, most, if not all, of my threats to them are, are idle, so it doesn't matter. Oh, anyway. yeah. Nobody takes you seriously. <laughs> but, uh, too distinct. Yeah. Yeah. I get... The, the oldest one is, uh, I call her my twin, so... Yeah. Yeah. My youngest one's mine, so... Oh. Yeah. So. Well, on that note, uh, I guess... All right, we'll man. It's been fun. Good one. We'll wrap it up. Well, again, we'll 
be talking to you soon uh, after these this, the joyous occasion occurs. And uh, well, I'm sure the next podcast will be all about that. Can't wait to hear it. So, <laughs> oh, I look forward to it. I look forward to it. Enjoy the sleep while you still can for the next couple of weeks. So. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. It's not that good to begin with. Not that good to begin nah, with. So on that note, well, is that everything? Have we done everything? Yeah, that's yeah, it. Make sure that's we... it. Darren and Ted at gmail.com at what about now pod. Yep. We're good. Oh. So on that note, I'd like to wish all of our listeners a very good night. Enjoy uh the first part of your summer here and we'll talk to you again in a few weeks. Good night everybody. Usually our pre-show recordings are the post-show. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's, it's whatever makes me seem like an unstable uh, uh, crazy man. That's what seems to be the... Uh, the past hour and a half did that. <laughs> Where are we? One for it. All right, so...